make sure it gets to the end. Welcome to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share. And as always, go Utes. Go Utes! Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. Happy New Year. First episode of 2024. Isn't that weird? 2024. How long does it take you to get used to saying a new year? Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Well, Happy New Year. Hopefully you had a good New Year. Got to relax a little bit yesterday and watch seven plus hours of football, maybe even longer than that. I don't know. But if you are here, please make sure you like the video. Make sure you're in the comments. We want to hear from you. Please make sure you are subscribed on YouTube, that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and everywhere else. If you're just listening to the audio, make sure you're subscribed. We're on all major podcast channels. Uh, We want to give a huge thanks to our sponsor, Thomas Orthodontics. Make sure you look him up at thomasortho.com. Let him know if you need anything done for the new year, he would be happy to do it. And yeah, make sure you're chatting along with us. Oh, and yeah, James is proudly displaying that he went 2-0 with his choices. Someone in here knows what he's talking about. He gets gets one right. He gets something right, and then he, this is what he does. Let him have his moment. Tells the truth. Let him have his moment. I'm just saying, one, one person out of the three of us, was 100% correct this weekend. I don't know who it was. Maybe their name tells it. I don't know. Uh-huh. Gary? Was it you, Gary? What's he I'll What's he mumbling? Gary. Mumbling along. I don't know. We will get to the games. Again, make sure you are subscribed. We'd love a super chat and a super thanks to start our new year. That would just be lovely. Um, before we get into the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl... The breaking news from today is that Jonah Ellis has declared for the NFL draft. Um, This was something that we had kind of heard through the grapevine, so we were expecting it to come. But. Wait a minute. Can I just stop? Stop. Time. Time. Okay. Time out. John W. said, never pick Texas, Gary. For the record, I picked Washington. Yeah, that's not the one that that we picked incorrectly. Come on, John. Facts. All right, go on, (laughs) Brid. Get it right if you're going to insult Gary. Um, (laughs) Plenty to insult, but that wasn't it. No, okay. So, Jonah Ellis, going to the draft. What do you think? How do you feel about that? He should go to the draft. I mean, I, I don't blame him whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's a he's an all-American. He's a consensus all-American. He came out of I mean really he kind of came out of nowhere, really. He was supposed to be the backup and then just took off. I think his obviously I think if he came back, I think his stock could 
go up. But you know what? With his pedigree, um, with his last name, with the season that he had, I think he I think he can go in the NFL, and I think he can kill it. So honestly, out of all the out of all the people that have declared, this one surprised me the least. I I think I think he's going to be the most ready. I hope that post surgery. That's my one concern here is he got hurt. Um, and so I, I hope that post-surgery he is 100% and will we'll get drafted high. But, yeah, I don't, I'm not surprised. I don't blame him. I would have done, done the same thing. Uh, well, maybe I'm just more disappointed in how many guys have, are gone, <clears throat> particularly off the defense for various reasons, and so maybe that's tainting my feelings on it. Yeah, I mean, go for it. I just, I guess for me, the sad part is, I mean, the NFL, going into the NFL is different, but when you add those who declare, underclassmen who declare for the NFL, and then you add the NIL portal stuff, and you mix it all together, <clears throat> and you lose all these guys, it, it's, I mean... It's like mercenary ball now on, on football teams, and it's that that part of it's kind of sad. So as far as going to the NFL, I hope you made the right decision because once you've made it, you've made it, and uh, you got your shot. I think he has a good chance of it. So I, I hope him all the best, but, yeah, I'm going to miss seeing him play. Yeah, I think for me it's it's kind of the package of everyone leaving, which – we're losing a lot of defensive guys to the NFL. Mm -hmm. And it more, I think it more surprises me considering we had a down year. Like I get it when it's the years that we've had over the last couple of years, where we make to the Pac-12 championship and we're really visible and things like that. I wasn't expecting this many guys to declare on a year when Utah didn't really do that well. So I feel I, I would think come back for another year where hopefully we can, have a better showing and then increase your draft stock. So I, that's where it surprised me the most is I thought these guys would stick around for another year, make some NIL money and hopefully Utah will perform better. And then you'll have a better or a higher draft pick or whatever it is. I So I don't know. It, he's gone. Hope, hope the best things wherever he goes, I think. I think when you look at it in a like in a vacuum, when you look at it as an individual, it makes it makes all the sense in the world. But I'm with you. Like when you, it compounds, and you look at all the dudes that we've lost versus whether it's um, the portal uh, or NFL, and then it just compounds and compounds and compounds. And that I think is where it, it really hurts. Brent, to your point, I mean, yeah, the season itself was wasn't great, uh, but the guy, there were some guys that had some individual really good years, especially on defense. And Ellis was, I think, the number one on that. So, I mean, guys get drafted all the time coming from, you know, two and ten programs. So I think that Ellis really showed out. He showed what he can do. I, I wish him I wish him the best, obviously. But, yeah, when you compound it on top of losing both of our safeties and corners and all these guys, and then not to mention the offensive side that we've talked about, that's where it really hurts. But – I think maybe it takes a sting off because we knew about this about two weeks ago. I just kind of been waiting for the shoe to drop. Um, was hoping it wouldn't and that maybe we'd be wrong, but unfortunately uh, saw it today and 
Good luck. He's going to look really good in the silver and black. And uh, here we go. <laughs> We've got some good edge rushers there, though. It's true. It's like the one position that we we are pretty good at. So, yeah, Raiders need offense, which we have. We have plenty of solutions for that too. I mean, hello, Penix. Fingers crossed. Let's oh, let's go. Well, all right. Well, let's go into the games. Let me ask you this though. I saw a comment. Oh. It flew by, but a year ago, we were there. Talk about it. Do you miss it? How do you feel? A year ago, we were in Pasadena. I mean, that's true because it was. As I watched the game, January second was when the game was last year because January first fell on a Sunday. Um, it was weird. I was having mixed feelings yesterday, like watching all the stuff with the Rose Bowl. And knowing we had just we'd been there the last two years, I was feeling very nostalgic. But then I was also like really enjoying the fact that I wasn't stressed, <laughs> and and that I didn't have to drive home from California. That helped out a lot. But I don't know. It made me kind of sad. Plus, they had gorgeous weather, which we didn't really get that last year. Thank you, John. I know. W. Oh, hey, John. Good man. John, go Oilers, baby. I got to say, I hope yeah, to go the playoffs, John, but I'm nervous. I'm nervous, buddy. <sighs> Come on, Oilers. Um, They're playing tonight, too. Are you watching? Twitter. Am I watching? No, but should I be watching? John, what's the score? Um, I don't know. I kind of block out the Penn State game out of my mind, if I'm being really honest. It's not it, – I, it, I know, look, we lost both games. It just doesn't have the fondness um, – it was an uglier game. It, it, it was just it, the bl- loss in, in worse fashion. It was cold. There was no sun. That sucked. I guess I'm not uh, talking so much about that game as just the fun of being there at the big, Rose Bowl in that big event. That my bank account isn't sad. I'll tell you that much. My bank account is quite happy right now con- in comparison. Watching the flyover, I love the flyover. So yeah. yeah, I had it. There was part of me that was like, "Oh, it's so cool to be there." And I actually saw one or two Utah fans that were there. They yeah, went to the Rose Bowl just because it it is a cool. The festivities of it are really you. They just can't. It's the granddaddy. Repeat. Yeah, it's the granddaddy of them all. Yeah, let's all talk. Right. Let's talk. talk. About it. Go for it. What do you think of that? Can I just say, generally speaking, those were two great games. I mean, as far as. Fun football games to watch. Excitement right down to the end. Those are two great games. That was fun. I got to admit, a lot of, you know, a lot of football, but it was just what the championship, the semifinal should be in a championship. That was great. Well, yeah, to have both your playoff games come down to the final play of the game, you can't ask for anything better. I mean, now, I hope that doesn't mean that the championship game is just going to be garbage because that's kind of traditionally what it's been. I don't see that happening this year. Just I just don't think there's any way that'll happen with these two teams. But unbelievable games. I mean, I just this morning when I was thinking about it, I was just like, I can't believe that we got to watch both of those games. They were they were fantastic. Let's talk. Let's yeah. talk Bama and Michigan. Let's do it. Go. What do you got? What do you think? Whatever. What does everybody think about that game? I mean, it, 
it kind of played out exactly as we talked about. That was a that was a more traditional smash mouth kind of game. Defense, run the ball, um, t- very tight. I mean, it went to overtime. The Rose Bowl playoff game goes to overtime, fourth and goal. I don't know what more you could want. I I said to my wife a couple of times, like, man, it, I was nervous. I was cheering for Michigan, but holy cow, I am glad I was not one of the and like a, a fan of one of those teams. I don't think I, I could have handled it. I would have been puking, honestly. It, it, they're, they're showing people in the stands, and, you know, they're, free, they're stressed out. And it, was, it was great, though. Great football, great coaching. The, the, the defense has stepped up at times. I will say this. this is the, I, both games, can we focus a little bit on special teams? A little bit? I couldn't believe it. Just basic punt, just catching a punt on both games. Missed extra points, missed field goals. I mean, it, it added to the drama. It added to the excitement. But, I mean, Michigan's getting the ball back, and the guy muffs the punt and barely recovers it at the one-yard line. I mean, we almost had, like, the greatest collapse and failure in college football history. It was great. I was thoroughly entertained. And that, that's what it was all about. It was entertainment. I loved it. Um. But it wasn't like mistake free a game at all. I mean, you just kind of referenced it as far as like Michigan, you know, muffed, muffed punt. I think led to a score. They missed an extra point. They missed a field goal. Their special teams was garbage. I think Bama's special teams were really quite. I think they were okay. A guy kicked two fifty yard field goals or something like that. Um, Yeah, he was good. But. Okay, a couple of, couple thoughts. Tell me what you think. It's like regarding Alabama, they couldn't throw the ball. Now I understand Mm-mm. how I understand we're talking about two very physical good teams. So I'm not, you know, discounting any of that. But neither quarterback, you know, was impressive as far as being a thrower, throwing the ball. The thing about Alabama that surprised me was that they couldn't do that, and and second. Of all, is their line couldn't block anybody. I mean, uh, Michigan dominated the line of scrimmage mostly as far as the defense. Uh, I don't know how many times Milrow got sacked, but it was a ton. And he ended up scrambling and running. And it just, I don't know. I The quarterback play, I mean, in the end, McCarthy came through. But the majority of the game, I mean, I wasn't all that impressed with the guy. I'm just being honest. But it was a smash Girl. mouth football. Milrow got sacked six times. That's a lot. The thing that was it's a lot. The thing that was crazy is when Bama ran the ball, they could run it with success, but they just abandoned running the ball. I, I, it was, it was crazy. They just stopped. They scored a touchdown early on a Michigan mistake, running the ball, and then for like the next two quarters, they just completely forgot they could even run the ball. Um, and Michigan, almost the same thing. But that and that's what won them the game. I mean, they they ran the ball in overtime, scored, and then they were able to stop Bama. It was it was good. I Bama had that really game, man. Dude, I I'm with I'm with you, Gary. I, I tell you, I'm surprised they lost because they they go down and score that touchdown. I think we were texting each other. They were up. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were up three or something like that. They and they had the ball, and they could have gone down. Scored a touchdown. I think it would have put it away. They didn't score. But 
Anyway, go ahead, James. Yeah. Was great. That game was interesting because it, the domination kept going back and forth, I felt like. Like, I felt like Michigan looked like they were just dominating, and then the second half it switched, and all of a sudden, ooh, Alabama's coming back, and it looks like Alabama's got the momentum and they're going to win. But, I mean, you look at the stat. I mean, Milrow, he only had 116 yards passing. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's nothing. And so they had 172 rushing a lot of that was milrow too probably half of that yeah he had he had 63 yards rushing i don't know and mccarthy so mccarthy had 221 yards passing that's right where i would that's right where i would put him though that's that's a game for him he had a couple of very impressive throws i mean he had that one that was he had to catch the ball one-handed and then throw it and made the, the play of college football and but other than that, he, he's he's okay. I don't I don't he fits that system very well, right? Um, but yeah, if you had said to me he's going to come out of the game with two twenty, I would have said yeah, that's that's exactly right. What was it? Two twenty, a touchdown? Like I don't even know what his stat line was. Two twenty, no, one touchdown. He had three touchdowns. McCarthy. Three that was like yards touchdowns? after catch and stuff like that. If if you would have anyway. told me that they held if Bama held a guy to two twenty. Um, and the turnovers and that they got and the mistakes that Michigan made. And you tell me that Alabama was going to lose to that. That's that's so in, uncharacteristic of Alabama. Look, also, you know, I picked, I thought it would be, uh, you're right, you mentioned it, James, that this was a smash-mouth football game, and the score, I think, we pretty much um, called it, played out just as we thought. I thought in the end Alabama would pull it off. Now, where I got faked out, I got to admit, was um, when I watched Alabama beat Georgia. That swayed me a lot. And then watching Michigan play uh, Iowa. Is it Iowa? Yeah. And yeah, so Iowa. seeing those two games, basically the last games that they played, it had a sway on me. But as the game played out, Michigan wasn't that team. They were better, more like they were mm-hmm. throughout the season. I guess it should have gone with that, but they did to Bama what they've done to a lot of teams. And then Bama reverted back to more, and I saw whoever it was, but more like Alabama had played earlier on in the season and not so much against Georgia, even the Auburn game. And so I just yeah. thought Bama had had it going. But, man, they didn't, you know, it could have gone either way, but – Props to Michigan, man. They deserved it. Yeah, it was it was great. It was it was exactly the game that I was hoping it would be. Right? It was exciting. I mean, at the beginning, I would have said, yeah, twenty to twenty three would have been a, a final I would have picked in this game. It was just bonus that it went to overtime. And I honestly, I'm still shocked that Bama didn't score. What do you they think about that there. last play? Any thoughts on that? And you were watching it. What do you think, Bryn? I yeah, Bryn, go ahead. What do you think Cut on that about play? Ten times. Well, I, I agree with you, James. Like I, to me, it's still kind of shocking to me that Bama did not score on that last play because it's, it's Alabama. And I think it is weird. Some of you were saying it in the comments, like it is strange to see Alabama not have an explosive offense because you're just kind of used to it. You're used to them just being able to score at will always. So it was surprising. 
Now, I know there's been comments about that's not really the play call that was called. The snaps all game were having, I mean, that center was having issues all game. And so rewatch that last play. The snap was low. So Milrow, I think he was supposed to run out, right? He was supposed to kind of go out and go. He wasn't supposed to do what he did, which was basically just run up the middle and get stopped by the line of scrimmage. I don't, that's not what the design was, but from what I've heard, because the snap was so low, he kind of just picked it up, and that's what he did, and then game over. I don't know. Yeah, I've read other stuff. Some from people I respect and just other people I don't think know what they're talking about. I think if you listen to, uh, to Saban, though, he said that was the play, is to go right up the middle like that. Um, yeah. yeah, the ball was low, but I personally, I don't think that was the reason because Michigan blew it up, man. Milro got basically got butt tackled by his own guy who got blown up by the defensive lineman of Michigan. It was, it had no shot. So I was surprised at the call though. I think everybody in the, any, when you were watching it, didn't you think Milro was going to run it one way or the other? I, I did. I thought. I thought they were they would run some kind of RPO. They that they would get him roll out going the direction, yeah, a rollout exactly where he could make a decision, throw it, run it. I mean, it was, only, it was three yards. And and Gary, I heard the same clip that you heard that Saban said that that was the play. That was one of their two point conversion plays. Now he did say when they first came out to make their fourth down play. Um, they liked what they saw. They liked what they had, but then Michigan took a timeout. And then when Michigan took the timeout, they come back. They didn't have the play they wanted, so then they took a timeout. So it's that chess match, right? Like if Michigan doesn't take that timeout, who knows? They come out, and I think it was the play call. I don't I don't think that it, the bad snap, I think the play call was exactly that. He was supposed to go right the middle. Our big guys against their big guys, can we get three yards? He trips over his own dude, and – it, it was over. It. it was great. It was awesome. Let well, me add, I loved it. Go ahead, Brent. You know, Michigan missing their extra point at the beginning of the game. I said that when that happened, I was saying to my husband and my son, we were watching it. I was like, that is going to come back and haunt them the entire game. And as it kept going along, you could see, which it did in a, in a sense. Luckily, they still won. So, but... They wouldn't have gone to overtime if they had if they right. hadn't missed the extra point. And then he missed a field goal too. Yeah. So like you're saying, James, the special teams play was bad. There was a lot of just messiness and sloppiness going on. Yeah. I tweeted. I got toasted a little bit for it, and I think some people read it later, so they thought I was talking about the uh, the the game. But when I when I tweeted this, it was during the Bama Michigan game. And watching the, the teams go back and forth and watching the quarterback play, I said I thought that Oregon could have beat both those teams on that day because their their offense could move the ball. Any validity to that? I'm not saying they I mean, deserve to be there. From. Especially, now, especially I know, in that game. Man, I don't know. I'm throwing Michigan. that out there. I I understand I where Michigan can dominate the line and all that kind of stuff, and they're a physical team, so I get it. 
Would they have won? I don't know. It's hypothetical, whatever. But the way well, Oregon throws the ball quick, it doesn't allow the defensive line to sack you. I and, see what you're saying, though. It's the the Oregon team that Utah played that we got absolutely destroyed here in Rice-Eccles. That team, yes, they could have walked in there and beat either one of them. Now, each game is totally different, so it's hard to say. <laughs> but... I don't know. I see what you're saying. Like, Oregon, too bad we didn't get the chance, and Oregon had to go in and play just such a garbage game. No, let's not even the, talk about that game. That game the was, Fiesta was Bowl, so, so ridiculous. I'm sorry to Oregon, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, okay, I that's know. Uh, just a thought. <laughs> no, I wasn't drinking too much Johnny Walker. But you see Ron F., Ron F., Oregon didn't win. This is what he said. Oregon didn't win. It's gone. Right here. Where is it? Oregon it's didn't up, win when it screen. mattered. That's why they ended up playing Liberty. Well, that that's true. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is when I was watching that game and watching two inept offenses and two quarterbacks that were average at best, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I, I can't help but think, that Bo Nix and that offense couldn't move the ball on those people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm. I know what you're saying. Could they? Could they have been just as competitive in that game? Absolutely. I think so too. I think Oregon's a top six team. I think that it's a shame that it, they didn't get the opportunity. But hey, you lose to Washington twice. Yeah, I mean, out, they didn't so. deserve to be there. I'm not saying that. And and yeah, you no, can no, say no. about Georgia. Say they were there. How that play out? I'm not talking about the if games, but when you're watching those quarterbacks, I thought they were average. There's a lot of QBs oh, the out there. Quarterback play was average, but I think the defenses also make them look average. Although I, I haven't been impressed with McCarthy all year. I mean, I don't think he put he threw the ball one time in the entire second half versus Penn State. Like he has not impressed me all year. Now he he they won the game. That's all that matters. They won the game. He had moments yesterday. He led the team. He's the quarterback. He did. He made a couple of plays at very key points yesterday that I went, "Wow, great play!" Um, and then, then they won, and then they, you know, they put on their defense to to win the game. So, great game, very entertained. And then I'm sitting there waiting, going, "Okay, let's not get blown out." Washington was kind of my thought at first. Let's just make this good. Let's make it a, a good, fun game. And God dang, that was a that was a fun game too, huh? Total opposite. <laughs> From the first game, yeah. which we knew it was going to be. We called it. It was going to be in the was, 30s. We said things, yeah. I think everybody, probably, anyone, you know, watch football. That was a. Yeah, I mean. Go ahead. Like we said, the first game, Rose Bowl, it was like the momentum shifts just kept going back and forth. Second game, it was Washington. The whole game, like, Texas had the little flashes, but in all honesty, Washington dominated that game. The fact that it came down to be as close as it did is it's sickening to me actually. And I was, I was like physically sick Mm -hmm. at the end of that game, which I'm sitting there going, this isn't even my team. Like, I don't, why am I so stressed? But like the thought that they could have lost that game, it, it made me so stressed out. I can't even imagine being a Washington fan because it should never have been that close. They dominated the whole game the whole thing yeah they deserve to win but i mean okay let's 
I guess we can talk about the the ending first, and then we can talk about the other stuff and Penix in particular and stuff like that. But to get to that point, uh, it was some bad decisions, some bad coaching, and just an unfortunate situation when Johnson gets hurt on that play, which gave freaking Texas what forty five seconds when it would have been fifteen seconds. So that was yep. just yep. what are the odds of that happening? The other thing though is is when Washington had the ball the last time, they didn't make Texas use all their timeouts, particularly on that third down play when Washington threw it. It stopped the clock, and Texas didn't even have to use a timeout. And what Penix, if the the play wasn't there, he should have, like, run for it and then hit the turf and made Texas use one more timeout. But he shouldn't have. They shouldn't have killed the clock there. And then on that, and then on the kick, dude, the, the kickoff or the punt, or whatever it was. What oh, was it? the punt. punt. Dude the punt. ran into the guy. Yeah. What are you doing? Interfered. Bud? They gave him, what? I'm telling you. And then they moved the ball, and uh, it was just some mistakes at the end, which was unfortunate. But I'm with you, Bryn. Gosh, it should never have got there. Washington, Washington should have won that game. And they actually should have beat him more handily, not even been in like that. But, hey, give Texas props. It was a fun game. I loved it. Washington was the better team all, all game. I, I, I'm watching it, and I'm, I'm kind of sitting here, and the, the three of us are texting, and they're up by 10 points with, what, like three minutes left? And I, I think it was Gary said, he goes, make them take some clock before they score. Because I think, I think everybody who was watching the game knew they were going to score. Like, it just kind of had that vibe. But don't let them just march down and score. And sure enough, Dude. they go down and scored in no time. And then exactly the way that that last little bit transpired, Texas had two timeouts. They take them. Okay, now we run the ball. We get the ball. We get it down to 20 seconds. We punt games all but over. And then Johnson gets hurt, and the clock stops. And I'm sitting there going, there's still 50 seconds left on this game clock. And in college football, as you know, the clock stops for, for first downs. So that's like having a minute 40. I mean, it is so much time. Um, and Ewers, yeah, he made some great passes, made some great plays. But And Washington does not have a great pass defense. They're, they're one of, that is one of their big weaknesses. Their defense is definitely not their strength. But they locked down when, when they needed to. Uh, it's not like, and it's not like Texas ran out of time. That's the other thing. I mean, it was, it was fourth and goal. It was do or die. And uh, how fun. I mean, it was one play. They score there, it, they win. They kick extra point, they win. I, would, I, I and, was uh, – <laughs> look, okay, I, I don't know. Someone's making a comment. I did pick Washington and, and thought they were going to win the game. I knew it would come down to the end, though. We even said it. You can go back. It's There you can see what we said. Uh, I picked Washington, uh, but I knew it was going to be close because they were two offenses that could move the ball. So, yep. hey, but Penix. Oh. Okay, so here, here's my here's here's where I'm at on that. I'm I'm impressed almost all the time when I watch him play. Uh mm-hmm. because the guy can make all the throws and he he just puts it in the right place. Unbelievable. The guy's unbelievable, but I think those of us who are in the Pac-12 even those 
who don't like Washington or, or rivals with Washington, you have to admit that that guy is like that. Most of the time he plays like that. What's fascinating is to, is to see people on Twitter, other social media, even on television, who after the game are like blown away by what they just saw. And I'm, saying, I'm thinking to myself, do you guys not watch college football really throughout the year? Because if you had, you would be impressed, but you wouldn't be so surprised because to me that's who Penix is. No, they only watch the SEC. This is exactly the conversation we had after the Heisman Trophy. James, I don't think you were on that episode. I think you were out of town. But, Gary, you and I sat here and talked about how ridiculous it was that people weren't talking about Penix. And I tweeted this out today. I guarantee you there are Heisman voters who have a vote for that trophy and for that award that had never sat down and watched Penix play a full game. They probably had watched his little highlights or whatever. They had never sat and watched down or sat down and watched a full game because like you're saying, Gary, to see the reaction on social media of people like, well, this guy's amazing. Why didn't he win the Heisman? He should have won the Heisman. We've been saying that all year. Those of us, those of us who have watched him have been saying this all year. The dude is masterful. He is so incredible to watch he is the best qb in college right now hands down i think he's better than some nfl dudes i really do i do too the the passes that guy makes and a lot of credit to the receivers i mean they have fantastic receivers those three guys are but it's that Penix gets them the ball in the absolute perfect spot i was listening to clat today and he said it's like Penix doesn't throw the ball, he passes the ball. And that's such a perfect way to describe him that when he passes it, it goes to exactly where that receiver needs to be. Like it is Gary though. It, it's frustrating to me because we've been saying it this whole time. If you actually watched him this year, last year, you would have known this already. It's frustrating that all of a sudden all these national people are like, Oh wow, this guy's really good because He's fantastic. He had an amazing game. I just looked. His QBR was 97.7 for that game yeah, last night. Yeah, and it wasn't – see, this is the thing. It wasn't like his throws, his passes were to some dude five yards or ten yards and the guy yards after catch it for another 60. Washington throws down the field. That's what it, that is what is so fun about it. He threw a couple long balls. At critical times, and he's got great receivers, but just the connections of that was so impressive. Now, let's be honest. Okay, at critical times, they made some extremely tough throws. They went for it. They were aggressive. As a Utah fan, people, those of us who follow Utah football, the way Washington plays is really, we're not used to that at all. It's, it just doesn't happen that way. So, okay, it's it's second down and 13 in the, at a critical time in Utah. A lot of times we'll just, well, we've got to run the clock and just grind it and, and stuff like that. These dudes go for it and make the plays. It's impressive. Now there's the one throw, even beyond those long throws, is when it was, it was for a touchdown across the middle. He cut across the middle into the end zone. Oh. And Penix yep. in that very tight window. Just hummed it in there. 
and the guys didn't have time to close in on and and knock it away and just right to the guy, boom, like Velcro to his hand, touchdown. I thought, man, that was so sweet. I mean, that's fun to watch. I got to say, he's better than you. Or, I, oh. You could see it Penix, in that game, clear as a bell. Penix made some money. Penix made some money yesterday by he showed out. He looked unbelievable. Um, the biggest thing that I'm impressed by is, is and he kind of said it, was his long ball, man. His long ball just – it's indefensible sometimes. It kind of, in ways, it reminded me of C.J. Stroud when I'm watching Salute. him in person going, it doesn't matter who's playing corner on uh, right there. He, he couldn't walk up and place it in the receiver's hands any better than what he did in the game yesterday. There was a couple that I'm just going, you, you can't defend that. And then you're right. I wasn't on when, when you guys did after the Heisman. I was traveling, but it, it does really bug me because you're right. You're watching the reaction from people who haven't been watching him because he's a Pac-12 quarterback. He's not in the S- the big old bad SEC, blah, 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 blah. And they're sitting here going, wow, this guy is really good. He is really good. I said it on Twitter. I think mean, they should give Reggie Bush's Heisman. It's available. <laughs> available. Should we give it to him? Anybody? Yeah. Yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> uh, have we heard anything about Johnson's injury? Anybody heard anything? I've not. The severity of it. I looked it up. What's up? It looks they they expect him to play. Oh, that's I, good. I, I dude. read it like two hours ago. They fully expect him to play. I mean, it's one of those injuries where I would think that he would have to be like losing his leg for him to not play. But they're expecting him to play. Let's hope so. So let me ask this, because there's criticism of it. Should they have just taken a knee instead of yes. doing what they did? I mean, in hindsight, yeah. No, I, but in hindsight, it's like. Can see why they didn't. It does take a little more clock it, by doing it that way. Yeah, dangerous, but they couldn't run it out by taking a knee. When you run it, it takes right. you get another. You could break it maybe in a first down game over, but if you, it does give it does take off three, four, five seconds more if you just take the knee down. There's no clock basically taken. I think that's the reasoning. Yeah, like, they didn't expect them to know, get hurt though. Right. That's the thing. It's hindsight. Hindsight. It's like, why'd you do that? But in reality, you don't, you never expect the dude to go down that badly and to then have to stop the clock for a guy who's writhing in pain on the ground. Like that's, that doesn't happen usually. It was bad. I hope he can play because if he can't, that's a huge, it's a huge disadvantage for Washington. Well, shall we go to? Shall we throw? Our, let's talk championship. Okay, but oh, go before we move to the championship, we do. We got to mention the ESPN blunder, and someone did mention oh it in the comments gosh. earlier. <laughs> the people, what do you want me to say? In the comments. Gary missed it, so Gary didn't even see it live. I all of a sudden was texting and going, "Did you guys just see ESPN showed boobs on live television?" I saw it. I'm sitting here watching. They're just going down Bourbon Street, and there it was. Get if you past, missed it, you didn't. You didn't miss anything. I know it saying. really. I mean, it's not. But like, don't go. It's not, that it's not worth the time. Get past the producers on ESPN. I could see it coming. You could see mm-hmm. her like fiddling with the top of her tube top or whatever, and I'm going, 
okay, are they going to cut away? Are they going to cut away? Are they going to cut away? Nope. Nope. Full on flashed all over live TV. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, my 15-year-old saw it too, which I was not too thrilled about. That. Can we just be can we just be honest? It Let's was not offend somebody, Gary. Okay. What what it 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 wasn't worth it. I mean, if there, if that's going to happen, could we have something at least worth it? That's all I got to say. Cheers to that. <laughs> was, all right, let's go to the championship game. I can't believe it, though. I really can't. I still can't believe that that Well, happened. when you're taking a camera down freaking Bourbon Street. Uh, New Year's. What do you think's going to happen? Anyone that's been down that street, I don't care when you're going down it, particularly on the night or of the at that time. Which I think they took that video. It wasn't even that night. They they take footage prior to the game, the night before the game. It's it's that's even worse than how did that make it onto television? If they recorded that like the night maybe it was New Year's Eve. How did they? How did that make it on TV with no one seeing it? (laughs) All right, let's go to the game. (sighs) Okay, championship game. Woo. Next Monday night. Well, who you got and why? Who do you have and why? Um, I think Michigan wins. Um, I think their ability to control the clock is going to be a huge factor here. I just think that their that <laughs> that their <laughs> offense is going to be able to control the clock. They'll run the ball. <laughs> they'll do a, they, They'll be able to pass the ball against Washington better than they have against other teams. Um, and they have a very good defense. It's just, this is probably the best defense. This is the best defense that Washington's going to have faced. I think Michigan, I think they're too good. They, I, I think they win probably by seven would be, my, would be my guess. And I think I checked earlier today. I think right now it's a four and a half point favorite for Michigan. Um, so I I would love Washington to win. I'm going to be cheering for Washington. That's who I want. I would love to see Penix win it. He's he's been I can't stop cheering for the guy. But I if I had to if I had to say I I put Michigan as as the winner. I'm going Washington. I'm going to do it. You know what? I've been cheering for him all year. I'm cheering for him still. I'm going to be a homer in this one because I think it's going to be extremely difficult. Michigan is good, and the matchup, I think, probably favors Michigan because Washington's defense has struggled so much the way they have, and Michigan has a great defense. However, I don't think that they have seen the offense like Washington. Like They haven't seen that yet. I mean, who have they played that has a an offense like that? Nobody. Ohio State? Not this year. Mm-mm. Not this year. Not this year. Mm-mm. And Penn State couldn't even – score any points on them so who have they played and then alabama's offense was just like we've talked about subpar like milrow versus and against Penix. i mean Penix is so much better than milrow and i get that michigan was able to get in there disrupt milrow Penix is just so poised even when he has pressure he like doesn't let it razz him he is so just Fantastic. I think Washington can pull it off. I think they have played very well when they keep getting dismissed, which they have been dismissed and treated as the underdog in 
all of these games, everyone was cheering for Oregon. Everyone picked Oregon to win the championship game. Washington went in and won. Everybody was pick, picking Texas. I mean, we said it last week. The ESPN predictor was like 66% mm-hmm. for Texas. Washington goes in there and wins. I think I looked today. The ESPN predictor is like 70-something 75%. percent. 75% for Michigan. So, hey, I'm going Washington. They're going to have that underdog mentality, the chip on their shoulder that we Utah fans love so much. And Penix is going to go in there and blow them away. There we go. I'm going Washington. Go Huskies. I'd love it. I'm picking Washington. It's just so what we have, which is going to be really fun to see what to see what happens, is that we've got two different styles of football. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, Michigan is physical. They've got physical lines. They've got good secondary. All of that stuff. Top, top of college football. Um. But Washington's O-line is really, really good. They're physical, too. So one of the matchups that's going to be critical is that defensive line, if there's blitzes or whatever. But if if Washington's O-line can control or contain or manage the game against Michigan's D-line, that is in, that's Washington's favor. Because I think Washington has the probably, I think they have the best receiver core in all of college football. They don't have just one guy. They got three receivers and a tight end, all who are really good, and you have to cover all of those guys. They run the ball adequately. Uh, That passing game softens you up. You have to worry about that, so that does provide some I think running lanes. And what I what I get impressed with 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 Washington is they do need to run the ball enough uh to to make the other team be honest and they're committed to it at times even when it's not working for them because they know in the long run it's going to happen. Now, on the other side of the ball though is yeah, I think that Michigan will be able to move the ball more on Washington than they were against Bama. I think they're going to be able to run the ball and maybe even throw the ball better. Just out physical Washington. But but they're going to have to score because I don't think Michigan's going to going to hold Washington from from scoring points. And if Washington starts gets going, um yeah, I actually think they can win, but it's a matter of styles. Who's going to impose their style and their will on the other team? Uh, but in the end, it kind of goes back to the question I threw out in the front about the other game, watching it saying, geez, Oregon could have won. It's because I felt like their offense could move the ball. Well, that's my same rationale here because I do think Washington and Penix are going to be able to move the ball uh, enough to win this game. I, I still think Washington's going to score thirty. Now maybe that's wishful thinking, but no, I I don't I don't I think they have the ability to do it because they go for it. I mean that's kind of where I'm yeah. coming from. I mean, what I will say, like, am I going to be surprised if Michigan wins? Absolutely no. not, because they've proven that they can. And that matchup between Harbaugh and DeBoer, 
you know, Harbaugh, he's finally gotten over the hump of winning a playoff game. <laughs> he has been 0-2. Now he's finally won one of those. DeBoer is very impressive, though. So I don't... Yeah. I, between those two, I don't know which way I really lean. I'd maybe lean towards Harbaugh a little bit more, but maybe just because DeBoer's pretty new. But... I don't know. I I just I want Washington to win so bad. I'm gonna be cheering wear my purple that day. Oh god. <laughs> don't go that far. I am sorry, Washington. Go Huskies. <laughs> I, I I mean, right as of today, if if you listen to the pundits on TV and on social media, everybody's all over Michigan. They're gonna win it. Yeah. Michigan's the the team. They're there. You know what? I think again, people are underestimating the ability of Washington, and I think it's going to be manifest in this game. Um, And I don't see McCarthy having the ability. Say Washington gets out into a lead, I don't see McCarthy having the ability to do what Ewers even did. McCarthy's perfect for that type of style and that type of offense where they can grind it out, get the lead, run the clock, overpower you. If they do that, then, yeah, they're going to win the game. But if Washington is actually able to move the ball pretty well, put up some points, they're going to do it. They're going to, they're going to be the champs. That's my great analysis right there. <laughs> I mean, it'll it, it'll make a huge difference on Johnson for Washington. If he if he just can't play, I mean, that that hurts big time because that takes away your run option. I don't think Michigan came away from the game with any significant injuries, as far as I remember. The, is it Washington? No, I don't think Michigan came away from oh, the Michigan. Rose Bowl with, yeah. with anyone Not that injured. I know of, no. So, I really hope he can play, because I want to see the best versus the best. I mean, that's the thing. Here, we've got two undefeated teams. Hallelujah that an SEC team is not in the national championship, for the first Amen. time since what, like 2014? This is what we've been asking for. <laughs> like, is Feinbaum on Suicide Watch? No, Feinbaum Probably. actually gave Harbaugh a bunch of credit today. The sky is falling. I think it's the end of the world because Feinbaum actually gave Harbaugh credit. <laughs> he did. Wow. Did he? he I heard did. him still say that I think he wants Harbaugh out of college ball. The way he's. The way he's sure pushing he it toward the NFL and the teams are coming after him. I think he, I don't think he can stomach the fact that he won that game. Of course not. <laughs> it's hey, funny. But I have said this to you throughout this year. Is Michigan going to win the national championship and then the NCAA is going to do something stupid and take away their national championship? I've said this no, is going to happen. No, not now. No, they've this already thing- given him his punishment. They've already given him the punishment. Like to add, because it, it, you'd be punishing him twice for the same thing. They already gave the punishment for the whole spying scandal. Unless something new comes to light, they're not going to take it away. They're no, not going to take it away. It's the NCAA. Can't you see them doing that? Well, they're stupid. Yeah, no, but I don't see it in this. Yeah, they're pretty dumb. But yeah. So you got a score? What do you got as scores? Oh, no, I can't give a score. Yeah, you can. I don't know. It, it it's it's so tough. They're two opposing styles. I'm with you, Gary. I can see I can see Washington. 
I, I don't know. It's going to be really fun. That's what's so exciting about it. Yeah, is, it's is, great. It's very unpredictable. The last, I felt like these two games this weekend were a lot more predictable. I kind of had an idea what they were going to look like. I didn't, you know, necessarily who was going to win, but what they were going to look like. I'm going to take 27-23 Michigan. Okay. I'm going to do. Oh, go, Brent. Go, go. 35-28 Washington. Yeah, I'm uh, 34-31 Washington. I'd love it. I think there's going to be more points than we think for for different reasons. Because I think Washington can score, but I also think Michigan will be able to score. Because Corum is really good. That dude can run. He's so good. And, you know. Three muffed punts. McCarthy can can manage things, and I think the, their physicality will be able to push around the Washington defense a lot more than the, than yeah. Bama's. So they'll be able to score, but I just think Washington will be able to score a few more in the end. Yeah. So I love it. Bottom line is it's going to be a great championship game. And this is exactly what we wanted. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly what we wanted. And so I guess we'll hey, see. Oregon fans. Are you going to cheer for Washington? This is a big question. No, they're not. Why they're not? not? Oregon fans are not. It's, really? their, it's a huge rival, dude. They're not cheering. Oregon fans are cheering for Michigan. as mu- They'll be wearing their maize and blue, dude. There's no way Oregon fans are cheering for Washington. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. That. I don't blame them. Why are we cheering get, get for them? Social. Why are we cheering for them then? I don't know why you're because they're not our bitter rival. And I really like Michael Penix. I think that he's the best player in college football, and I'd love to see him win it. So, Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think Oregon fans are going to cheer for Washington. I don't know. You're wrong. Okay, You're would you wrong. cheer for USC? Some John W. just nope. like he would never cheer for the one school and then – USC if they were in the final. Would you cheer for no. USC if they were in the national championship? Hell no. Are, would you? No. <laughs> no. All right, okay, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> You're telling me you would cheer for Michigan over USC from your this year in your, from your own from yeah. your own conference. Probably. Your own league. 100%. 1 million percent. Probably. I'm have to think about it. I don't even have to think about it. There's only one yeah. team I would never cheer for, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But I and that's James's point that uh, that's you. But it cheer isn't USC. They got to that point. We know. Yeah, Washington Oregon is a major rivalry. Uh, well, I'm cheering for the Huskies. That wasn't my question. <laughs> That wasn't the question. It's whether you could cheer for USC if they were in the final. But, you know, that's that's not going to happen for – is it ever going to happen now? No, probably not. SC fans, no. sorry to tell you. Probably not. All right. Well, hopefully it's a good game and not just a blowout. We re- we need a good yeah. championship game. This, yeah, give me a good If we're going to have one, it's going to be this one. So I really am hoping for that. And we'll be back to talk about it. We're going to have to recap it next week, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That was 
Some good football, you have to admit. Some great college football. And then football. college football. Then it's the dread. It's the off season, which is just gross and sad and depressing. But yeah. one more game to go, everybody. You see, we got Al. Hey, Washington. Washington 31 28. Yeah, good good call. You're right. You're right. I like it. <laughs> you t- like it. What I do you mean, Washington a Utah score, fan but- in name only, Rose? She's right. If you. If you cheered for USC, <laughs> she's right. That's yeah, a new term, a Ufino. She is That's all it. over Gary. Right. Holy block smoke. you. Got to block her. Oh, that's funny. Utah fan in name only. I'm going to start using that now. That's I do great. know some Ufinos. Yeah. Ufino. Is it do. Ufino or, or Ufino? I know a bunch of them. They sit behind me at the football games. That's true. Oh, we got to roll. Funny. Ufino's right behind us. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Uh, Go we'll Oilers. Go Oilers. Go New Jersey Devils. That's who's the, mi- the real team. Oh, yeah, right. And Raiders. Penix is going to look good in silver and black. Oh, baby. Oh. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.